Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Sidery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Numbers 13, 28. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Today's Bible verse is Numbers 13, 28. Nevertheless, the people who live in the land are strong, and the cities are fortified and very large. And indeed, we saw the descendants of Anak there. What is your nevertheless, or your yes, but? When faced with a challenge, which way do you most tend to lean? To honestly acknowledge the problem in your emotions, your feelings of insufficiency, uncertainty, and fear? but then to sift your emotions and circumstances through everything you know about God saying, yes, this challenge seems insurmountable. It seems beyond me and my resources or my strength, but almighty, all-powerful God is bigger. Or do you lean the other way? Do you tend to add faith disclaimers saying in essence, yes, God is all-knowing. He's all-powerful, faithful, always with me. He retains full control over every situation except this one. This problem right here, it's just too much. Now we see examples of both in Numbers chapter 13. If you spend much time reading Old Testament scripture, you might be familiar with this period in ancient Israel's history. Through Moses, the Hebrew God chose to liberate his people. He had recently freed them from 400 years of slavery to the nation of Egypt. Through a series of miraculous, unforgettable, and irrefutable signs, I might add, And he was leading them to what scripture often refers to as the promised land and ultimately to himself. And the people were about to enter to take possession of what God had already given them. Just prior, Moses commissioned 12 spies, each a tribal leader and therefore someone with influence and responsibility to use that influence well to scout out the land and bring back a report regarding its people, its cities, its towns, its soil, its vegetation. And so they did. After 40 days, they returned carrying an impressive cluster of grapes and figs, so evidence of the land's abundance and therefore of God's promise to bring them to a land, quote, flowing with milk and honey. And that phrase, it basically referred to its fertility. So milk symbolized the pasture needed to sustain lactating animals and honey indicated sufficient nectar for bees. 
Now, had the people focused on the produce they carried with them and the power, the presence, and the promises of the God who had so faithfully led them, they could have spent the rest of their lives enjoying the peace and the provisions of God rather than wandering about the desert for 40 years. Unfortunately, however, they chose to focus entirely on their perceived challenges ahead, forgetting or discounting all of the ways God had faithfully protected and provided for them. And in doing so, they made much of their problems and little of their God, causing themselves and nearly the entire camp, all some 600,000 of them to become paralyzed in fear. Caleb, however, chose a different and frankly, more logical nevertheless. As one of the spies who also had seen the fortified cities throughout Canaan and all the people, some quite large and militant living within their walls, he understood precisely what challenges lay ahead. He probably knew Amalekites, Hittites, Jebusites, Amorites, and Canaanites wouldn't give up their territory without a fight, and they most likely had better trained and better equipped soldiers than a nation of former slaves. But he also knew that all the armies in the world combined 10 times over proved no match for Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord of Heaven's armies. And that was the nevertheless he focused on saying, quote, we should go up and take possession of the land for we can certainly do it. Unfortunately, the people refused to listen to him and therefore forfeited the blessing God had planned on giving them. And I wonder, how often do we do the same? How often do we forfeit our greatest blessings out of fear due to misplaced focus? We will always have a nevertheless. We will always have a yes, but. And we get to choose what we will focus on and ultimately what we will elevate our problems and the fear they evoke, or our fearless God. I get this isn't easy. To stand firm on faith, we will probably need to redirect our thoughts a thousand times, maybe even a thousand times each day. But every time we shift our focus off of our problems and onto our God, our faith grows a little stronger, simultaneously weakening our fears. Let's pray. Holy Father, may you always remain our nevertheless, our yes, but, because we know whatever is standing before us, whatever we will face tomorrow, every challenge, every obstacle, every fear, we know that you are bigger. You are the God of heaven's armies. You are the God that stands with us. You are the God that goes before us. You are the God that has given us so many amazing promises promises to care for us and provide for us to always remain with us. And you proved your faithfulness to those promises when you sent your son Jesus to die for our sin and when you rose him from the dead. We trust you and we love you and we praise you. Lord, give us the strength. Remind us when we are caught up in fearful thinking, in negative thinking, in self-defeating thinking, Remind us and give us the strength to shift our thoughts off of our problems, off of our fears, off of our insecurities, and onto you on your presence, your power, your provision, and your promises. Because you are worthy of our thoughts, you are worthy of our attention, and we know as we focus on you, our faith will grow and our fears will begin to die. It is in the name of your precious Son, our victorious Savior, that we pray. Amen.
Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an internal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. In a world where relationships are easily broken and often discarded, the Rebuilding Us Marriage Podcast is your lighthouse, guiding the way to hope, restoration, and transformation in Christ. I'm your host and marriage coach, Dana Shea. Join me as we discuss the necessary tools for rebuilding marriages from adversity, betrayal, and disconnection. It's time to reignite love as we rebuild marriages from the ground up. Listen to the Rebuilding Us Marriage podcast on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.